I sound bitchy, it's not at you. I'm just an asshole today. Just so you know. Mm, no, that's a good vibe. I am so done with next week already and this week. Good, 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 good. Yeah, no, it's a uh, – I'm not my best self today. I – TMI, as they say. Uh, I am PMSing, which lately has turned me absolutely homicidal and gives me like a bajillion migraines, which doesn't make me feel less homicidal. Are you homicidal. old enough? Am I old enough for what? To kill people? For menopause? No and yes. So, again, TMI might end up cutting all of this. I'll leave that up to you. This is your episode. You can leave in as much I mean, of this my is your vagina, personal so, shit. Like- no, you know what? My <laughs> vagina has something to say. And it is that. <laughs> Give her the mic. She needs the floor. I actually at one of my most recent doctor's appointments, they did blood work and she was like, you have like no estrogen. And I'm like, okay, what, what does that mean? That doesn't sound good. And she's like, no, like I've seen women in menopause with more estrogen than you. And I'm like, cool. Fantastic. Uh, what do we do about that? (laughs) Uh, we still don't really have like a plan course of action. So I'm just sort of like half broken all the time. Oh, so, you know, I'm just, what am I even saying? And there's probably I don't a know, good chance. But it made me sad. It is sad because no, I am not old enough to go through menopause. But my body is like, do you want to go through menopause? Should we just should we just do it? Should, should we, we just get crazy and down? do it? <laughs> how wait, how do you mind sharing your age? I mean, you've already shared so much. I mean, yeah, age at this point is nothing. I am 34. 34. Hmm. Not old enough for Three, menopause. Four. So yeah, I'm just uh, I'm a basket case, and my poor family has to deal with me. And then I feel like shit because I've been shit, and here I am. How was your day? It's well. Um, I have with my somewhat. I mean, it's like eight months now. Somewhat newer position at work. I'm just getting like more and more. Um, responsibilities and tasks and things. And that's fine. It's just like, it's stressful. And then I was, so I've, I've like had a really busy work week. And what's weird about my schedule is like, in some ways it's great that I often don't go to work until like noon. But the issue with that is working from like noon to eight or something. It takes up such a weird part of your day. It's really hard to do things before that. And it's really hard to do things after that. Yeah. So it's great because I am not a morning person at all. Mm-hmm. So, but by the time I like get up and get like, I have a couple hours and I'm usually, even if I'm awake in the morning, I'm really groggy. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I, I, it's hard for me to do anything before work. And then yeah. after work, because I'm on my feet all day and it's a, it is not necessarily a mentally demanding job, but there's just, like a lot going on. Like I feel pretty tired of course. by the time I get home. So it's just been like, it's been that. And then I was like, shit, I need to work on. 
this episode, which was really hard to do because it's just been such an exhausting week. So I was like, okay, I'll get off work. I'll come home and do that. Then tomorrow I have to go uh, and spend a bunch of time for my doctor's appointment where it's going to be 10 minutes. Like it's going to be me waiting. Like it'll take me, I don't know, 30 minutes to get there. It'll be 30 minutes of me waiting. It'll be 10 minutes um, of her being like, hey, is your ADHD medication that you've been on for years and years still doing what it's supposed to do? And I'll go, yes. And she'll be like, cool. And then I'll drive home. So that's at nine tomorrow. And then I have a writing contract due tomorrow as well. It's my day off. And I'm going to be spending probably all day doing that. And then the next day I have started working out Well, I'm going to be starting to work out with a friend. So my second day off, I'm going to be doing that. And then I go back to work. And then next month I go to Florida for my friend's wedding, which I'm very happy and excited about, but it's not cheap and I am stressed. It, yeah, that sounds stressful. I am proud of you for starting to work out though. That's, that's good. I mean, that's good for your I mean, I've been mental and physical yeah. health, you know. That's that's nice. Yeah. I I've been doing like <laughs> yeah. a little bit I, like I I try to do a little bit most days, mm-hmm. but it's not enough to like really make a difference. So Yeah, I can't talk. I was just I I asked my friend who he's very fit and I was like, "Hey, uh, are you still working out at that gym I can't afford or are you at a, like a plebe gym now and he's at a plebe one so I was like okay what if we worked out together and then he started using a lot of terminology and asking me about my weightlifting experience and I was like look You're like no 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 my no, spine no. doesn't work most of the time so we're gonna have to go gentle <laughs> it's good sometimes you need somebody though to hold you accountable Yes. Yeah. And somebody who's enthusiastic about it. Yeah. Because it's much harder to bail. Exactly. So I know I know Tuesday will be great, but tomorrow's going to be shit. Like all I want to do is like watch Critical Role and lay in bed and not have to put on like real clothes. Yeah. But I'm just gonna be getting up early to go to this stupid appointment and then writing and writing and writing in a panic. I I get that so much as far as just like wanting to veg out. Sometimes though, when I'm forced to actually get up and go do something, I do feel better. I will say that. So maybe it will be good that you have that appointment first thing. Like you'll be up and dressed. Cause that's my thing. Like if I don't have a reason to get up and get dressed, I'm not going to get dressed. But if I don't get dressed yeah. all day, I do end up feeling shitty. And I know all this and yet do I change it? No. Yeah. Guess who has also me, been working out? If- oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say because like it doesn't matter so much for me if I get dressed or not. Oh, okay. It's though the like it's really hard for me to it's just hard for me to get things done. It's the odd da. But who's working out? You seemed excited. I am because my oldest has started going to the gym with my husband. That's so cute. It's so cute. She was so excited. And she is very much a morning person and she got up the other day and, you know, asked him what he was going to do, which, I mean, he does this pretty much every morning, but he's been going a little later recently. And um, so he brought her along with, and he's like, she was so funny because she was asking what like every single machine does. And I mean, she was actually like working out. And so she had to tell me today, like, well, I, I did 35 of this one thing. So like my back is like really sore today. And, um, I think next (laughs) time I'm going to do this, but she was so excited. And I think it is such a good 
way for them to bond and for me to never have to ever do it too, which is great. Yeah. No, I think you should just be like, oh, mommy can't because of the illness. And the illness is just that you no longer have estrogen or (laughs) early menopause, apparently. vibes. Yeah. Like, You're oh. just like, mommy can't. Mommy has to drink wine. It's what the doctor said. Yeah. Mommy's vajouge is actually in its 60s. So I can't. <laughs> I can't. It's probably your fault. <laughs> it's definitely their fault. It's probably their fault. Yeah. For sure. They've ruined me. <laughs> Well, I guess I'm going to try and transition with this. We're talking about vag problems. We're talking (laughs) about feelings. Whatever. We're fucking talking about Seventeen Magazine today, guys. We are. Ooh, we are not feeling like cover girls. We are not. There you go. We certainly aren't. I got to bring up my notes. Transitioned. Also, when you moved that chair... It sort of looked like a person going by, and it, it scared the <laughs> shit out of me. <laughs> oh, oh, better though. I was like, "Sorry, um, though. who's there? Who, who's there?" <laughs> it's just, it's just the ghost. Great. All right, lay it on I, me. Okay, so I've been, uh, I've been spending. I put the past week here, but it's been on and off. <laughs> Uh, browsing their current website, because you may or may not know this, but uh, Seventeen Magazine is no longer in print. Oh, I I may not it's know that. <laughs> digital now. It's digital only. Oh. So I've been doing that, and then I've been reading some of mom's copies yes. from the 70s and 80s, and I have so many thoughts and feelings. I am really excited about those. <laughs> but I was thinking, before we get into what I promise are going to be really profound thoughts... <laughs> I think we should take part in the best aspect of uh, any teen magazine, and that is stupid quizzes. Yes! So I'm going to bring up, we're going to go with some current 17 Magazine quizzes. Can you hear me okay? I probably mm-hmm. should have asked this like seven minutes ago. Okay. I would have Swag told you if City. I couldn't hear you through. The kids don't say, you're right. What if now I was like, no, I, I've been not able to hear you. I've not been like able to hear you. BT dub. Okay, so we're going to let's find out if uh, your SO is a good BF. We're going to find out if David's a good boyfriend. What the fuck does SO mean? Significant other. Oh, Christ. Okay. Okay, okay. I don't like these little, like, abbreviations. Wait. What? They... (gasps) Did they make this... A video? I'm not watching a video. No. No, 17. I shan't. I'll never know now. What if we're You'll not never meant know. to be? It's, yeah, it's going to be really hard to tell the kids. I, God, it's going to be awkward from now on. I'm just going to always be like side-eyeing like, mm, I don't know now. Yeah. Is it something to do with it being on your laptop? Like, did you look at it early on your phone or something? Uh, I'll try. I'll try. Maybe maybe they've gone like mobile only. 17. Also, your face is very blue right now. It's very twilight. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) We're fucking unhinged. We are. Okay. Let's see if maybe maybe they were just too cool and they made it 
Yeah, they're like desktop NT. That sounds for no thanks. <laughs> oh, oh my God. They did make it mobile only. <laughs> That's so hip. Those That's trendy so MFers. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. Okay, Riley. When you get in an argument, is David A. He's very communicative about his and open about his feelings, or does he mayhaps refuse to accept that he's wrong even when he clearly is? I'll just click that one for you. <laughs> I mean, good. But holy cow! Those are those are the only answers I could choose. Those from. are the only. There's only two types of men, and it's A or it's, it's B. good or so bad. <laughs> I guess mm-hmm. it's gonna be B. I know. Okay. For your birthday, he pulls out all the stops and made it one to remember. Sorry, it's birthday. I think they're assuming you've dated a year. Okay. okay. Uh, relied on your friends to plan everything. Like, neither. neither. Yeah, because but... I'm not like, I really want you to go all out for my birthday. And I only have two friends. So I guess I would lean towards go... B on this one because he wouldn't – well, no. None of – We'll give him A. Yeah, give, him, give a. him A. Yeah, yeah. Do you? I guess. Do you think if it meant a lot to you, he would do yes. something? Okay. That's a good way to put it. When, when, oh, when you're not feeling well, he <laughs> brings over soup and a box of tissues, or uses the excuse to hang out with his friends. I'm going to give you a scenario and let you answer it. Um, okay. Yesterday, he wouldn't come up from the basement mm-hmm. to help me turn on his smoker. Take that information and gonna... answer the question. Okay. Ooh. All right. I hope he doesn't you have listen. a family reunion that you know he won't. He doesn't support you that much. <laughs> Turns out. Yeah, I'm. I'm worried about these results. Okay, so you have a family reunion this weekend. My God, no. who wants that? Why? Yeah, no. You ask him to come. How does he respond? Of course, I would love to meet your extended family. <laughs> or why do I have to meet your second cousin? You barely even know that's him. That's what he. Would that say. would Never be mind. me too, okay. if I'm being honest. That, like, what the <laughs> hell? That would be everyone. All of us. Yes. When you're having a bad day, your boyfriend tells you how wonderful you are and buys you ice cream, tells you to get over it. Neither. Go A because that's the nicer option because, well. Okay. No, go A. Although he wouldn't because lactose, but. Mm. mm. Okay. Your friends, your two friends (laughs) like your boyfriend because he's nice to them and you when you're all hanging out in a group. He's a big flirt and calls them pretty gross. Ew. That is A. Yeah, it's definitely A. That's gross. This is a long-ass quiz. How <laughs> many more questions? You and your you and your guy are studying for chemistry, and he says, I'm so happy we can study together because I like being with you. Or can I just copy your notes? I I hate these. Um Yep, you have to answer or you'll die. <laughs> a is this over finally? No, there's. Oh my god, this is the longest fucking. Oh no, okay, there's only a few more. Sorry, oh, okay, I saw the god. size of the like scroll bar. Oh. All right, we have three more. The meanest thing your guy has ever done to you was have the waiters at your fave restaurant sing happy birthday. It was so embarrassing, or yelled at you during an argument. I would say a. Actually, that is totally something that I- might happen. What's so funny is I was like, yeah, I could totally see him doing that. But that seems more like it should be in column B because, like, he would do it because he knows you hate it. 
Yeah, listen, I don't think there's a lot of science behind this. The fact that there's only two answers for each question is disturbing. Is yeah. No, it's a it's a choice. It's oh, 17. This is it's 17. Okay. <laughs> oh god, no. What? It's just reading this and thinking of you doing this. It's your big gymnastics mate, no way. <laughs> and you're really nervous. I sure I am. <laughs> Is in the front row with your parents holding up a sign with your name on it. <laughs> is playing video games at his house instead. I would hope he's at home playing video games. <laughs> Don't hold a sign up with my name on it ever. Ever. Are we going to give him B? Are we giving him B for this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for his um, sake. What is the best quality about your boyfriend? His social connections, nah. His caring attitude and how he always knows what to say. I swapped those, which is A, which is B. Who knows? I guess the second one you said. Okay, let's see if you two are in love. Were there 17 questions? Because if not, that's a huge oversight on 17 Mm. Magazine's part. I don't think I want to hear the results. Ooh, I, you guys passed. Oh, good. Good. We can remain together. (laughs) I'm glad this won't ruin your marriage. All right. I have more if you can stand it. Okay, go ahead. (gasps) Hold on. There's a burger here for me. We have to take a break. Oh my gosh. I did hear knocking. I'm like, okay, seriously, is there a ghost? Burger? Here. I shut, I shut the camera off. Please bring me my burger. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um I'm going to take a pause and you're just going to have to listen to me eat. Okay, that's fine. You're just going to have to cut this though. Cuz I don't like no, to stop the recording. Well, I mean, you do you, but you could put some fun burger eating music in here. Do you know the girls named one of their stuffed animals burger? I don't know why. <laughs> Was it a cow? No, it's a dog. It's a dog named Burger. And he is quite the That's ladies' man. Cute. It is pretty cute. No. It just reminds me of Sex in the City, though. Did you ever watch that show? Okay. She had a boyfriend named Bur- Well, I think his last name was Burger. But anyway, she had a boyfriend named Burger. Okay, I feel slightly more human. Okay. Well, you take your time. I haven't. No, it's gone. Oh! (laughs) I haven't eaten in like six hours. I was starving. I wasn't paying close enough attention. Nice work. You and Holly did that. Mm -hmm. Uh Mm-hmm. Okay, and we're back in now. Boop, we're back. All right. Um... Let's see. Do we want to take the ultimate best friend quiz? Yes. To see if we can stay sisters? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Who? Which of us is going to answer? Do we answer together? Let's answer together. Okay. You're going on a family vacay for the summer. Will the distance affect your relationship or your friendship? Heck no, that's what FaceTime is for. I don't, I'm not going to FaceTime you. Uh, how could it? My bestie will be joining me on the trip. Neither. 
What do you mean neither? I mean, if it was a family vacation, you and I are family, so there's a good chance it would be together. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll just go with that. Okay, let's go with that. Uh, Your BFF tells you they're ready for the craziest makeover, so you... Ask to see what kind of look they're going for. Send back-to-back texts with screenshots of potential styles. We have better things to do, but um, yeah, screenshots, I guess. I guess. We're visual people, so that would make the most sense, I feel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Uh, do we know each other's passcodes for our phones? No. It's, of course. Or, duh, it's my birthday. Why There's would I no need no. to know that? Right? Don't share your passcode with anybody. The, it's my birthday, or of course. <laughs> How are those the that two? Doesn't make They're sense. both yes. Seventeen. I guess the one that's less creepy, which would just be yeah, I know it. Yeah, uh, I don't know. How, yeah, because I I'm sorry, but How, I wouldn't make my passcode your birthday. Yeah, that would be weird. I'd be like, are you in love with me? <laughs> like it, it just would be weird. Yes, agreed. It's also a terrible, like, it's a terrible passcode idea to do. Yeah. Well, I won't tell you mine because you won't like it. It's not one, two, three, four. Okay. Well, that's good. Okay. All right. How do you and your bestie decide on what restaurant to go to on a Friday night? Uh, We battle it out in three rounds of rock, paper, scissors. Stupid. We take turns deciding each time we go out. No, we just look at the options and go, mm, I don't know. What about, mm, nah. We say, ooh, the Brutal Poodle sounds fucking fantastic. Let's go there. That's what we do. Let's go there. I bet they have great t-shirts, and they do. God, um, this... I guess the, let's go with the, what? No, go ahead. Yarrow, please, mommy is working. <laughs> so there is someone uh, in which... there. I was thinking the second uh, one because the want. rock, paper, scissors is, I don't think, something we would do. No. Not with you. Okay. <gasps> Whoa. <sighs> wow. Hold on. You're going to hate this next question. <sighs> if Yarrow Penelope, do you see? You can't see him? No, I can't see him. He's right <laughs> by my mic trying to sniff my breath because it smells like burger. <laughs> Give him the wrapper. Oh, then he'll be noisy. He can't. Yeah, he'll be noisy and he has kitty tummy issues. That means he can never have fun food well, again. Well, I just meant to like sniff. No, he try. He would eat it. He would oh. consume it. Okay. We had to get a trash can with a closable lid because Yarrow, the cat, pull <laughs> would pull a pizza out of our old <laughs> trash can. That's amazing. It was pretty great. Okay, <laughs> now we have to say if our if our friendship had a theme song, what would it be? Taylor no. Swift, long live. No. Okay. Well, whatever just the other, the other yeah. one is. What was the other one though? I'm sorry. It's uh, I don't know how to say this. Featuring Doja Cat, best friend. We'll just have to go with. I that like one. Doja Cat. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, it's your besties' B day. Uh, what do we do? Wait for them to send you an invite with uh, an invite with explaining their plans. That was them typing it. Wow. That's what they said somebody's drunk uh pull out all the stops to give them the birthday of their dreams wait sorry okay what was the first one i got thrown off by the, bad the first grammar. is just yeah the first is just wait for it like for them to send you a uh, invite with the plans yeah that one I would say that one 
We describe your current status with your bestie. We're a work in progress. It's up and it's stuck. What? What does that mean? What? Stuck to what? I don't know. It sounds it sounds sexual. We're going with we're a work in progress. Cause you should always be trying to be better. Right? Sure. Or something. Um sure. Sixty eight percent pick put 68% picked it's up and it's stuck. What does that mean? I, I don't want to know. We're moving on. In your opinion, best friends are here for a good time or a long time. I'm going to say a long time because it's not always been good. Yeah. We'll be here in each other's mm-hmm. lives for a long time, whether the other one wants it or not. <laughs> yeah. It's trapped. Oh, no. It's Halloween. Who are you dressing up as? Maddie and Cassie from Euphoria or Taylor Swift and Selena Fuck Gomez? Fuck off with the Taylor Swift. So I guess it's going to be we'll the other with- one. Yep. I, I have to keep reminding myself that this is Seventeen Magazine and it is geared towards mm-hmm. children. But yeah, I know. I know it's hurting you. It is. How do you respond to rumors about your bestie? Ask your friend how you can best support them or confront the person who started them. Oh, I'm non-confrontational. Um, yeah. Yeah. You do that one. I would probably confront the person. You probably would. So what do we do for this one? We'll just go with you... ask how best to support them. Okay. I was going to say you choose because I vetoed the Taylor Swift options without even caring what the other option was. I appreciate that. Um, I think I would first ask how best to support you. And then if it didn't involve me attacking the person, I would then ignore that. <laughs> All right. How likely are you to ignore your besties calls? I will say I only ignore them in extreme circumstances. Okay. I mean, same. The we other option is all the time. Oh, it's not yeah, all so the like time. Yeah. So like if you called me, yeah, if yeah. you called me, I I pick up. Um, it's time for a new hairstyle, but you're torn on which one to pick. So your bestie tells you to go with whatever you like pulls up a pros and con list to help you decide you would do a pros and cons list. I feel like not like actually pull one up, but I think you would, I, or if you're feeling like you don't care, you would say, go with whatever you like. We'll go with that. I used to do pros and cons lists all the time in mm, elementary school. Cause you've changed. that's what our, um, our gate teacher like had us do for stuff. And so I, what was I, I was trying to convince mom that I needed something. I can't remember what it was, but I did a pros and cons Probably list. Probably a horse. And she – it could have been a horse. And she was very impressed, but I did not get whatever it was I wanted. So – Yeah, it was probably something dumb. That was a great story. In your opinion, what's more important, being perfect or being present? Perfect. We both are going to put perfect. Yep. I'm so glad. 12% of respondents are liars. That's what I would, or no, 88% of respondents are liars. Okay. Your bestie does something totally out of line. You respectfully check your BFF uh, or you ignore it and move on. We're kind of push it under the rug. <laughs> yeah. What's weird is that's only really with family. No, no, I suppose it kind of depends. It does depend. For me. I'm going to let you pick that one. No, we w- we would just ignore it and move on. Okay. Agreed. Are you bored of this quiz yet? Well, oh my God, there's so many more answers. What? Like or how questions. many more? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, <gasps> nine, <laughs> ten, eleven. There's eleven. I'm sorry, we're, we're, we're not finishing. No. 
<laughs> That's insanity. Why is it We'll so never long? know if no. we're BFFs. You know what? Sorry. You guys tell us. Mm-hmm. Are we here for a good time or a long time? You decide. God. <laughs> what a ripoff. That was... Sorry, the, my... man, their quizzes used to be better. They did, and not so long. And also, I felt personally victimized by it with all of the Taylor Swift stuff. Did she need to be in two questions? I bet she was in two more of the remaining questions. All 11 remaining questions were just <laughs> T-Swift. What era are you in? What era? Okay. Well... Now, I, I've i totally lost my place because that took that took, like... 20 minutes or something <laughs> shit okay we, we know less now than things. we did before <laughs> truly so we're just let's just start talking about 17 magazine okay uh you and i were pretty obsessed with like teen magazines growing up mm -hmm. uh you could say we we're like connoisseurs if you wanted to ignore the hard definition of that word <laughs> sure um so I read, I know I read a little 17, but I read a lot of Tiger Beat and J14 and Bop. And then I would read your old Cosmos and probably like a bunch of other <laughs> shit. Do you remember any of the other ones you read? Uh, Cosmo was a big one. Cosmo Girl. Uh, L and L Girl. Probably Teen People as well. Do you read any Teen Vogue? I might have read Teen Vogue. I can't really remember that one. I would say 17 was probably the one I remember the most mm -hmm. yeah you had a lot of them all righty so there there are a lot of things to talk about regarding 17 okay hit me. and i think that we're we're just going to start a little bit at the beginning so it's really credited with creating the teen magazine trend which has yeah like kind of died out now but at at its peak like it was supreme I didn't realize how old it was. It came out in 1944. I did know that because I accidentally stumbled across it during one of our episodes. I think it was the last quiz thing we did or the this or that mm. thing. Remember, we were choosing between 17 and L Girl. Oh, yeah. 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 But that Yeah, it's crazy, though. So. 1944 and at that point the concepts, uh, the concept of teenagers was still new. Mm -hmm. Like it. It was still this, like, brand new developing idea that there's something between, like, baby and adult. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine there wasn't a lot of, like, media directed towards teenagers. Particularly teenage girls. Mm -hmm. So this goes into Helen Valentine. She gets offered the position of editor-in-chief for a movie magazine called Stardom. And then she kind of turns that down, sort of, but she has a counter-offer saying that... Uh, well, she pitches the owner of Triangle Publications, which is this dude, or was, I think he's departed, uh, Walter Annenberg, on the concept of a magazine targeted at teenagers, but specifically teenage girls. Uh, she recognized it as an untapped market, and she was really, really fucking right, because the first issue, it was 400,000 yeah, 400, copies, and it sold out in six days. Wow. Go, Helen. Yeah. Get it, Helen. And then three years later, the circulation would surpass one million. Holy shit. Yeah. And there was so it, it was interesting that uh, 
I, I was surprised when I first was reading about that, that one, I don't know, it even came came about because I'm just picturing in like 1944 trying to pitch a dude on a magazine for not only women, but like teen girls. Uh-huh. And from what I was reading, Helen seemed pretty sincere about the idea. There's a quote that is kind of <laughs> goat that's kind of funny. It made me laugh the first few times I stumbled upon it. It's like at some point she said it was time to treat children as adults, which seemed hilarious to me because literally like this concept of teenagers <laughs> was brand new and it was already like like they still like, don't know how to say it. Time. <laughs> yeah, I was like no, it's time to go back. <laughs> It's time to go back to when we had no more child labor laws. But I think with like a little bit more context and research, it seems like it's more about or more to do with listening and valuing the experiences and needs of teenage girls Mm -hmm. more like you would adults as opposed to, like I said, just the like teenagers are adults. Let's have them work 80 hours a week (laughs) right that's that's what I would take from it as well Mm -hmm. now I'm sorry so Helen was the editor-in-chief then yes like she pitched it it. and that's surprising too in that time that she was editor-in-chief like the fact that they didn't say like okay great Helen we're gonna have a man take that idea and run with it Perry is going to take this over. <laughs> Fucking Perry. Yeah, no, and she was uh, editor-in-chief of other magazines and even, like, before this, which is wow. pretty sick. Yeah. Like, get it, Helen. Uh, she lived until she was uh, about 93. Helen. Snaps for Helen. Yeah. It's because she was a Super boss snaps bitch. For Helen. They live longer. Truly. And, you know, it's what's been interesting, I would say, about this topic, maybe more than any others, is I have been... The entire time I've been looking into this, going back and forth of because like our our question is always, does this stand up or like was this good mm-hmm. uh, in a very basic way? And I am struggling with it because like on one side, I think it's really fucking cool that in 1944, somebody was like, hey, what if what if we like look at teen girls and actually try to talk to them? like their opinions and their feelings and their experiences matter at the other, like on the other hand, I have like really mixed feelings about in general teen magazines now and also marketing towards kids. Yes. That's I think where it gets hairy because the concept seemed like it was genuine. The execution doesn't always stay that way. Uh, and yes, as we know, yeah. teenagers are also very vulnerable. So marketing geared towards them can be very yucky sometimes. Yes, especially when you're looking at marketing towards teen girls in like these decades, a lot of it is going to be about appearance. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying if I'm not saying that all girls or women care about their appearance or care about their appearance even in the same way and i'm not saying that all articles or ads on that are bad i'm just saying it's really difficult to sometimes it's obvious when something is bad or not it's like oh my god you know like if you have a like all these diet ads for instance in a magazine that's for like 14 year old girls it's like that's pretty fucked up but then there are things where it's like a little bit more subtle of like this feels I don't know. I'm not doing a good job of explaining. 
I I understand what you're saying though. And I feel like anybody who has been a teenage girl probably understands what you're saying too. (laughs) Yeah. Where it's, it's like, is having ads for lipstick harmful for young girls? I mean, no, but also it's like at the same time, is it, um, enforcing gender norms Mm -hmm. and also who's the model with the lipstick? Is she like crazy photoshopped? So it's, it's that thing where it's like, it's so difficult. I feel like to ethically market towards children and, and honestly like 17, that's the reason we got all of these magazines and it became, I mean, it ended up setting trends and spreading trends. Yeah. Well, and I I read this. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. You go. No, no, you go. I was just going to say the other thing about 17, the reason you would pick it up is because of who was on the cover. And many of the girls on the cover were from your favorite TV show. Like they were people you already idolized. And so you were going to buy what they were, what they were selling essentially. And so Mm -hmm. that's, that's a tough one. I'm not really sure where I was going with that, but it's just, there is a degree of, I don't want to use the word yuckiness again, because I know other words, but just like, <laughs> are we trying to market towards teenagers because we think they deserve a voice and that they deserve content that is for them? Or are we marketing more towards them because we know that they are more easily influenced and that we can maybe sell to them a little bit more easily? Well, yeah. I mean, it's it was an untapped market and it proved to be incredibly lucrative. Mm-hmm. And I think any time with marketing, like it's even if your product isn't harmful and you you think like, oh, this could help people. A lot of them aren't. Most things that are marketed aren't necessities, you know? Right. So it's like ultimately like it's not this complete. It's not like an altruistic thing when you're marketing. You're wanting to sell somebody on an idea to make money. And that's not an evil thing. But I'm just saying it's it's. A little more concerning when you have, you know, at points like one million teenage girls reading this thing. Yes. So I I ended up reading a really interesting article by, um, uh, it was an article on Slate by Rebecca Onion. And it summed up some of my negative feelings pretty well. Uh, She's actually wrote for some like of these teen publications. So it was good hearing from somebody who wrote for them. And she points out like a lot of the strangeness and problems with these magazines is that they're written by adults. And that's kind of weird. Yeah, that's a little creepy. When Seventeen started, they spent a few years polling teenage girls to find out their interests, which, like, makes sense for marketing. And you could also argue maybe that, like, it helps with authenticity. Mm-hmm. But then, like, ultimately, you have adults interpreting those responses and then later influencing them. You have, like, adults filtering in, like, okay, this is what these girls said uh, for, you know, our 1946 survey. What do we think that means? Mm-hmm. And how can we market towards them pretty much yeah what are we going to do with that information now yeah so it's it and it's weird and and she talks a lot about this of how it's just like really strange like no matter and she's like I worked with some great 
women. It wasn't that. But she's like, it is weird that, you know, you're like in your 30s or even in your 20s, like late 20s, and you're writing a magazine that's for 13 to 18 year olds. Yeah. Something which 17's demographic is 13 to 18, which is also a pretty wide sweep. It is because 13 year olds and 18 year olds do not slash should not have the same interests in a lot of ways. So that's uh, in lot, yeah. interesting. Yeah, it's it's very, I don't know, it it gave me a lot to think about. You know, she goes on to talk about how like she wrote some really impactful pieces that she was proud about. You have so you end up having articles about, you know, like 911 mm-hmm. or something like that. But then it's like in the same magazine that's like how to get your crush. And so I was like, are these important pieces, are they less impactful when they're surrounded by fluff? And do they feel as sincere? Does it matter or not? And I've been thinking about that a lot because I think from like the writer's perspective, it probably is very sincere. But from the magazine's perspective, I kind of feel like, no, I feel like they're like, we need to put in some of these like more hard hitting pieces Mm -hmm. so we don't just seem like we're peddling gossip and fluff. Yeah, that's a tough one Um, because I do remember seeing those kind of what felt like random articles in those magazines because it didn't really go with the rest of the content. Um, I would would often read them and then would learn something, which was always nice and kind of Mm -hmm. unexpected. In that, in that case, you know, learning something a little bit more meaningful. So on the one hand, I'm like, well, maybe it is a good thing because, you know, it's a way to inform teenagers of things going on in the world. But yeah, I don't know that that's necessarily a sincere move on the magazine's part. Yeah. But I guess even if it's sincere or not, I think what I, and I'm sort of still forming my opinion now because I've been going back and forth. I think what I am landing on is regardless if it's sincere from the magazine, I think it's still good that those pieces were in there. Mm -hmm. Because like you said, it exposes you to things that you maybe wouldn't have gone looking for otherwise or wouldn't have come across. Yeah. Um, what what's really interesting, and I think it was in the same piece, is she talks about, yeah, yeah, it was this piece. She talks about how another thing that's strange is how there's not really like a teen boy magazine. And before anybody's like, oh, Playboy and stuff like like that's yeah, that's I know not what teen we're boys talking about. The, the, yeah, that's and those are for men. But we're talking about like the equivalent of seventeen, but for boys. Mm-hmm. And she pointed out how boys though they have had like their magazines are all based on like subject like a dirt biking magazine or a skateboarding magazine or like an outdoors magazine where it's really interesting that girls just have this general like this is for girls right so if you're a girl you'll like this no matter who you are what interests you have you're a girl (laughs) and and truly like between like cosmo girl and 17 and l and etc etc it's not like some of them had these really different formulas. Like, yes, they were different, but the formula was pretty much the same. Yeah. Oh, that's really interesting, though. I never I never thought of that comparison that, yeah, the boys' ones are broken down into like, well, what do you actually like? Whereas girls were just like, you'll like this because you're a girl. Right, right. And, and there's kind of like these – I feel like they're almost like these pillars of like teen girl magazines that they all end up having. And it's like there's like always – 
celebrity gossip. Yes. There's always like silly quizzes or like some sort of like horoscopes or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be advice sections. Yes. There's going to be lots of lots and lots of fashion and makeup related advice or just like content in general. Yeah. Things on like, like you're going to have like the best winter coats for your body type or things like that. And then usually you get like a few pieces about actual real girls. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. And then you, yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Like in some regards, like, so I'm going to jump into like mom's magazines here. In some regards, I kind of liked it because I think about, I'm like, if I were going to pick up a magazine on all my interests versus like one hobby, you know, going back to that idea, like boys, it's more like they have these magazines for them that are hobby based. I'm like, well, I do have a lot of hobbies and interests. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, do I want to buy eight magazines or would I prefer to buy maybe like two or three? Yeah, no, you're right. So there's, you know, that kind of makes sense. I lost my place. My bad. No, you're good. And I suppose, like, I'm just thinking of, like, other magazines in general, but not necessarily, like, geared towards teenagers. I suppose, like, as adult women, well, but they're still all sort of the same because you have, like, good housekeeping and um, what's the simple – there's, like, a – Simple. Is it Simply Home? Something like that. Something like that. I was like, oh, they're different. But no, they're all still about kind of now being a grown-up lady taking care of the home. Yeah. So never mind. I mean, there are there are some. I haven't gotten them in a while. But there's like – there's Bitch is a cool magazine and oh. Bust. And they're more – I mean, they're feminist magazines. So they have oh, like okay. – I haven't bought a I magazine mean, they still in a have really some long the, time. Yeah. No, same. They still have like some of the – content of traditional quote-unquote like girls or women's magazines but it's at least like it's much more feminist and i would say it's it's like less okay of less of that well that's what cool. i was thinking right now we could peek through some of mom's magazines i've already gone through some so yes, i'm not please. gonna make this like scan in real time uh so this one here i am holding is i'll show you the picture and we'll post wowzers trousers okay right so this is the January 19 oh, it's January 1985 oh 17. Oh my gosh. I can't Meet believe Olympic she still stars. had those. Sorry. Right? No, it's you're it's fine. Meet Olympic stars Mary Lou and Julianne. And then we also have on it your 1985 fashion and beauty horoscope, which don't worry, we will read. Yes. Uh, there's make your crush come true. How to fight loneliness oh. and sci-fi thriller Dune. Oh, that's funny. Here's okay. So I, when I woke up because I was panicking this morning about existence, <laughs> I made myself some tea and I read this Seventeen magazine. And I think Seventeen has maybe gotten less feminist. Okay, I will because I was going to mention I like that there are like female gymnasts on the cover. That kind of surprised me that it wasn't yeah. just. I mean, no. Well, we ha- we have other ones where it's like. Not that. Well, oh, okay. And, and, true. And you're going to have modern, you're going to have, or like modern, like our versions of 17 definitely probably had like some athletes and stuff. But I was more impressed with, okay, some of the ads are just fucking dumb and amazing. <laughs> also, 
every single 17 of moms, what is Noxzema skin cleanser, mom? Because I don't think it's still around. It is. And it's, what? Look at the blue color. That's oh, well, not I don't know. Face. No, but Noxzema is still, hold on, I'm going to Google it, but I'm pretty mm, sure I okay. still see it at Walmart. Um, yes, yeah, Noxzema is still around. I don't know if it's still blue, but they Wild. have like the cleansing pads and regular face wash. All, so that, all that stuff looks like just straight up acetone. It, prob- it probably is, but yeah, you want me to send you some? Sure. That'll be great for my sensitive skin. Okay. So here's here's one of the first articles I read. It's called Sex in Your Body, How and Why to Avoid Sexual Game Playing. Okay. What and kind here's, of game playing? Yeah. Your face. So here's where I'm struggling is that Kathy McCoy has researched and written extensively on adolescent psychology, health, and sexuality. Um. I'm not going to, like, I'm not normally, like, a gray territory person. I Usually things can be pretty black and white for me. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, I'm a little struggly on this because, um, okay. like, let's. Uh, yeah, what are uh, some I'm examples? I'm just going to read some. Okay. Flirting is one uh, one of the ways we relate to people we like. You may flirt with a new acquaintance to tell them, I find you interesting and would like to get to know you better. You may flirt with a male friend as a way of saying, I like you and find you attractive. And you may flirt with a long-established love as a playful way of saying, I know you well and find you as exciting as ever. In each case, the message is clear. You're communicating positive feelings about another person in a fun way. Okay. Which, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. Yeah. I like, yeah, I like that. That makes sense. With... With sexual game playing, though, the message is neither as simple nor as positive. Positive. Sorry, I I get really nervous reading out loud because of oh, the dyslexia. Fine. Yeah, you can stop okay. and start as many times as you need to. Okay. I used to cry in class. Don't cry all the now. way through high school. Don't I know. Do it. So let's. Okay. So with sexual game playing, game playing though, the message is neither as simple nor as positive. By such game playing, you're sending mixed messages to someone you might not even like that much. Lisa, for example, plays sexual games with most boys, getting a kick out of their reaction to her, but becoming angry when boys she doesn't especially like try to show their interest in physical ways. Okay, well, yeah, it does feel slut-shamey, but also, what is the definition of, excuse me, what is the definition of sexual games in this case? Like, what does that mean? How is it different than flirting? Or do they even specify? Okay. No. Okay. So Connie, another sexual game player, so weird, is fond of dressing provocatively on all occasions. It's fun to watch guys try to see through my blouse or wait for me to fall out of it, she says. But I hate it when some jerk tries to put his hands all over me. It's really gross. And then this is in parentheses. However, no matter what a girl's behavior, no boy has the right to make inappropriate sexual advantages. A girl should not be made to pay for her poor judgment. God, it's really weird, isn't it? Because right? she says some really horrible things like, well, <laughs> you're wearing that. But then she also in the parentheses is like, but nobody has the right to put their hands on you. But she's saying two completely different things. Yeah. Let me, while you 
chomp at that, I'm going to read a little bit more. Okay. The message conveyed by sexual game playing is a confusing, sometimes angry one. Look at and admire me, but don't you dare touch me. I'm not really interested in you, but I do need your admiration. Sexual game playing is not just indiscriminate flirtation. It's manipulation, using sexual power over another. For example... Um, an ultimatum like you would if you loved me enough carries a mixed message. Show me how much you care about me by doing something that violates your own sense of self. Then maybe I'll love you and maybe I won't. I feel like she's I feel like she's mixing abuse, like emotional abuse and manipulation yes. with with being provocative. I guess like right. my struggle is, like I said, I feel like there's some mixed some mixed concepts because I wouldn't say like based on how she's talking about like sexual, like game playing, I wouldn't say the whole, there's nothing sexual about like, if you love me, you would do this. Like that's not. Uh, No. Cause we're like sexual provocative. Yeah. But if, if somebody, if it was like, if you were like talking to your girlfriend or boyfriend or spouse and they didn't want to do something and you were like, Hey, if you loved me, you would do this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's not sexual game playing. That's manipulative yeah. and it's wrong and shitty, but I'm like, it's not the, the same thing, which is why it's kind of odd. It's brought up. So it's, it's difficult. Cause there are like some things that I, I was surprised and liked that she said. And yeah. I think there were even some points where she was saying, if, if you kind of wait, let me let me just look because I, I want to be so careful about this. Mm-hmm. She has some good advice about like know that you have more to offer than just your body. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I don't like that she says is you can stop and or avoid being a sexual game player by being aware of and taking some responsibility for the responses you evoke in others. And to me, that's a real dangerous thing to say because that really is like sometimes girls dress hot for themselves and like also sometimes girls dress hot because they want a person they think is hot to notice them but that's not meaning that they want everyone to notice them or or yes yeah yeah that's very dangerous territory because then you're getting into the like well she asked for it and yeah and even though she says like you, you know girls shouldn't have to pay for their pretty much bad choices i'm like okay well one, I think we disagree, ma'am, on what bad choices are. And two, some people are just flirty. I'm just flirty. Well, and the funny thing was the first part of that that you read where she talks about flirting, to me, it came across as like a positive, like you're going to flirt and that's okay. So then she kind of turned it around and made it like, oh, but hold on. Now we're into sexual game playing, which she didn't seem to really define in any way and then kind of negated I just don't think Kathy quite knew what she wanted to say. And I also think maybe it was too big a theme to put in what I assume is not a very long article in Seventeen Magazine that maybe she couldn't really get into the depths of what she meant as far as like what you were talking about, you know, maybe basing your worth on what you might have to offer people physically is, you know, maybe something to, to work on or be aware of. And it just came across as... Yeah, it was. Yeah. And I, I want to say like, I, I yeah, I want to say, I mean, it is 1985. Yeah. So there's there's some of that. But it is, I don't know, it was a piece that I thought about a lot because I'm like, I liked what initially she was saying about flirting. Of yeah. Like, it's a way it is a way we communicate and relate to each other. Um, But I hate the idea of like, the monitoring 
I mean, yes, you need to monitor your behavior in society. Like, of course, you can't be an asshole and then be like, God, I can't believe people are being an asshole to me. But also it's so like personal and person just yeah person it's so personal what is sexy and what is provocative and then we get into like i i have had a lot of friends who have unfortunately been sexually assaulted i have been sexually assaulted and like not everybody was wearing something super hot you know so like when when you're like you have to monitor people's reactions it's like no no, that's not really. Mostly, like, if you want to wear something slutty, wear something slutty. Just know that if it's, like, 20 below, bring a coat because you're going to get a cold. Like, that's the only kind of monitoring around clothes we need to have. Thank you very much. Right. Weather related. Like, weather related. Like, ma'am, love the look. Love that you are in pretty much a see-through <laughs> dress. You're rocking it. This is New York yeah. in December. You're going to freeze your tits off. You're, they're just going to fall right off. They're going to fall right off. And then somebody's going to make a weird ass snowman with them. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So it was, it was strange. It was, it was a strange thing to read at 8 a.m. I'll say. Yeah, I imagine. Um, You can cut what? this if you want, but remember when I revealed to you that I'd had a miscarriage in one of our episodes and you were shocked yeah. Okay. So I'm feeling that now. Um, you and I should talk later at some point. <laughs> I this is I'll have to put a sugar warning on this episode. Oh, this is yeah, such a too. like weird, fucked up thing to say, but it wasn't rape. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't that I was gonna say that's fine. God, what a stupid thing to say. Um, <laughs> no, I just right? mean that I, like we're starting to laugh. <laughs> Oh God! Please just cut all this of this. Like sign. this is not this is not for the episode. Yeah. But I just like sorry that caught me off guard, and I'm like, oh, okay, 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 all right. I'm. Can we go back to the bad quizzes? Yeah, I didn't plan on talking about it, but it just happened. Well, so. no, and again, I'm not trying to be like, if you could please just not bring that up, that'd be great. I just it took me back, yeah. and I was like, oh, this must have been what it felt like. <laughs> right where you're, you're just processing and the other person's talking yeah yeah no i'm sorry i guess look we share so much on this podcast too bad we don't know what our best friendship score is i hope it's high i was gonna say i don't know i don't know if it's that high <laughs> i think it's more that we have some issues and we feel comfortable sharing in this situation yes. for some reason well and we shall we yeah Shall we move oh. on? <laughs> Shall we move on to another? Um, one of the things, though, once again, Seventeen Magazine, 1985, that I really appreciated. So there are a shit ton. And it's actually comical. It's like every other page is like, are you breaking out? Are you breaking out? And they're pretty like they're kind of funny. So I'm, well, we'll post some. But this one, I actually really fucking I think is really fucking cool. It is an ad um or i don't know if it's it kind of looks like it'd be an ad it's from the national information center and it's for anorexia and bulimia treatment and education oh 
And it says, so it says anorexia nervosa slash bulimia are serious eating disorders affecting many thousands of high school and college students. And then it goes into, uh, it says these eating disorders demand comprehensive and effective inpatient treatment along with a carefully planned program of aftercare and self-help therapy. And then it explains what each of them are. And it has, if you, a friend or relative have an eating disorder and need help or free information, please call or write. Well, that's cool. And I... Was actually I was really happy to see that, and I thought it was really cool that they would put that in here. Yeah, yeah, nineteen eighty five again. Get it? Then we have we have some creative writing from uh, Anna and Chris Aww. and Wendy and Anna, fucking Anna, girl, nineteen from New say? Jersey. Hers is, if you're a reader of gothic novels, but sometimes find yourself annoyed by vulnerable, uh, pithless heroines, then you'll find Doubting Castle by Rebecca Cavalier, I think, a refreshing change. Miss Cavalier writes her story with a feminist theme, uh, endowing her heroine with intelligence, courage, and inner strength, qualities not always attributed to women in traditional romances. And it goes on to talk about, and I was like, that's really cool. That is so cool. A gothic feminist book recommendation in 1985-17 magazine. Yeah. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm putting that on my to-reads list. I was just going to say, I'm going to look that up. Doubting Castle. Hell yeah. And then we get a nice little, I think it's a story about ballet class. And then we get a, a a little winter poem. Oh. And then we have a huge-ass ad about shampoo. Well, obviously, because, like, clean your hair, girls. Clean it. But this is actually saying wait 14 days and then clean it. Excuse me? Build up. Shampoo build up. No, 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 no. No, I will also say this magazine is, not shockingly probably, incredibly white. However, there have been... Okay, it's maybe just it's maybe been one black model. Never mind, I take it back. I thought there were more. <laughs> We'd hoped for more. Never mind. Never mind. We hoped. <laughs> I could flip through the entire thing, but I'm I'm guessing there were a few other things that I wanted. This I think is cool. We have now for menstrual cramps, the most prescribed uh, medicine has just become non-prescription. Holy shit! It's ibuprofen. <laughs> You had to get a prescription for ibuprofen? How did women live? And you were complaining about your vajingles. Yeah, my my vajuj has nothing to complain about. No, you're allowed to have vajuj issues just because... Nope, I'm not. Not according to Seventeen (laughs) Magazine in 1985, I'm not... Mm-mm. Damn, this is wild. We have to talk to mom about the past. <laughs> Mother, tell us about the past. Tell us about the olden days. And then, okay, this is cool. This is fucking cool. I was not expecting Dune. They have like a big ass feature. Well, kind of big. A biggish feature on Dune. Well, and that's why I thought that was funny because Dune is has just come back and it's like a big thing right now, right? So I've seen yeah, yeah. on the television. But it's also too like at least historically, like, it's kind of more male. I mean, science fiction has historically been like, oh. aimed towards men. So it's just, like, really cool to see it in here. Yeah. Um, we have more 
period stuff. There's like a little bit of like, here's some, here's some movies that are cool. Here's an interview with some guy who's an actor and hot. Oh, who is it? I don't know. Oh, okay. He doesn't have a name. Nope. I've already passed it. It was Chris something. (laughs) Oh, Chris. Love it, Chris. We're getting. Okay. First posting this uh, we have gotten to the horoscopes this is yes! yours okay Ooh. <laughs> yeah look at that look at that that's hot how look. My, ow, ow. that's how my oldest would put a headband in all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, incredible we'll post this pic she was just bringing it back bringing it back from 1985 are you ready for your taurus horoscope not anymore your fashion and beauty horoscope not horoscope no not my horoscope well i'm sorry it's your horoscope time or ner riley prepare <laughs> you sensual patient gentle taurus girl Z- Have high standards for everything, including clothing and makeup. You love cuddly, expensive, or at least expensive-looking, things that are wonderful to touch and come in off-white and subtle colors. So far, this is spot on. (laughs) Subtle goes for your makeup, too, like soft pink lip tints and cocoa eye accents. Fuck. Another must for (laughs) Taurus types. The best haircut money can buy. Interesting choice of picture. Short hair calls attention to graceful Taurus necks. Your oh, next they lost. They lost me. <laughs> <laughs> Was made to look even stylish by applying gel to the hair roots. And now here's where they're putting in an ad. And drying the hair standing up <laughs> for extra fullness. Speaking of fullness, expect <laughs> this to be a full year. Oh. You'll over... <laughs> Queen of the segways over this, like, here. Cosmo. <laughs> You'll overcome numerous obstacles standing in the way of your popularity and success. Mm. And June and July could bring success in love too. Poor David. About about sixty five percent of that was actually very accurate, especially with the um liking the touch of things like I'm a very texture based person so that was nice uh yeah the gel and the and I'm sorry did you say dry hair standing up how else would I dry my hair dry it no dry the hair so the hair is standing up like the photo no 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 Mm -hmm. yeah wow let's read mine now I also like how I got the lesbian you did good for you Thank you. I kind of love the blazer. I love it too. That's could, a look. I could wear. Look how this is actually like oh, if it was a little bit more fit. You could wear that okay, now. I might have to. Yeah. Right. Oh shit! That was Capricorn. Those bitches. Oh goddamn it, Capricorn! You got the best. They always stuff. take everything I from know. us. Oh, what's your? No, this look is like? mine. <laughs> I don't know what she's doing. Just legs in the air. Don't care. I mean. You kind of do sort of just like <laughs> hang out loop around legs akimbo. So uh, that's that's true. Okay, let's read about me. The fact that we thought you were the polished blazer, <laughs> dumb bitches. <laughs> uh, we're stupid. Ooh, okay, all right. The world's your oyster, Sagittarius girl. You want to explore it, have fun in it, turn it upside down. That's not what you. You guys are mixing you whatever. You can't do that with Globe the world. trotting, right? Or with the, with an oyster, you can't do that. 
So globetrotting is your passion. You were practically born wearing sneakers for all year round the world and round the corner hops. Your fashion motto, easy does it. (laughs) No fussy accessories or mounds of beauty paraphernalia for you. Where would you pack all those time-wasting things when adventure calls? Uh Uh-huh. Besides, the only accessory you really need are the ones you already have. Your twinkling eyes and merry laugh. (laughs) Those I can. You can those you can take everywhere, but wild Sag, where do you want to go this year? We wouldn't dream of cramping your style by deciding that for you, but we can tell you that this year the stars are with you, and a special someone may be with you too. So go get them. Um. Okay. So the not packing a bunch of extra shit, I've experienced that firsthand and you don't because you will just borrow my shit and then complain that I don't have the shit that you need or is your color. Well, so accurate. You need to pack better. Um, now, what? let me tell you about this relatable tampon ad that says... I was afraid I was too young to use a tampon and it talks about them being scary, but they don't have to be scared. And I actually, it's, it's actually kind of cute. It's, it's an ad, like it's a straight up ad by Playtex, but it was like the the little quote is, I was afraid I might hurt myself that I wouldn't be able to put it in right. Mom said she used to have the same worries when she started using tampons. And then she told me Playtex tampons are easy to get in. I mean, you giggled at that last part. Yeah, but it was actually kind of cute and sweet. It is because I actually very much, God, I'm just going to keep talking about my vagina. I actually do remember having those thoughts when I first had to use one. Like, it's a very scary, weird experience. So, good good Also, the worst feeling, yeah, the worst feeling in the world, pulling out a dry tampon. Oh, oh, nothing worse. Yeah. Nothing Nothing worse. It's just... Oh. oh, just like Ooh. if you don't have a vajingle, I want you to take a cotton swab. I want you to leave your mouth open for like two <laughs> minutes so it's real dry. And then I want you to put that cotton swab, put like three in there. And then I want you to try and just pull them out through pursed lips. <laughs> and how awful that feels, add pain to it. Or like just rub sandpaper down there. I mean, don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you to do that. Yeah. But that's what I it am. would feel like. No. Sid is, but I'm not. <laughs> then we have another article I liked, which is how to fight loneliness. Oh, how and it said Sandy found out what real loneliness could be like at the beginning of the ninth grade. Sorry. <laughs> Riley, you... Sure. Okay. Is this Sandy from Greece? Is this just Greece? <laughs> <laughs> this is Greece. <laughs> then we have just some more. Oh, I like, thought you cooking, were going to tell but... me about Sandy. <laughs> no, I'm done with Sandy. Sorry, Sandy. You're going to continue to be lonely. I was like, tell uh, me more. There's some like, tell recipes and a bunch of ads. <laughs> Did you get that? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Um, so that that's like an overview of the 1985 one. Uh, this one, I like exercise special 30-day tone-up. Uh, why teens okay what? Interfaith dating. Don't know. Uh, makeovers you and a friend can try. And then <laughs> do nice girls swear? <laughs> yes. Sometimes. Sometimes. Cathartic. Okay. Um, what I have liked about some of these, other than just th- the incredible ads 
are there they have like lots of advice columns and i was surprised like quite a bit of the advice or things asked it's funny because like i feel like there were things that were asked still in like our era of 17 Mm -hmm. and it's like my best friend is always putting me down blah 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 or like one was about like this girl was like I really like my boyfriend but he's kind of he's pushing me to be more physically intimate and I am not really comfortable with it and I was surprised the advice for that was really good good that is shocking because I really expected when you were requesting mom 17 magazines, I was like, oof, this is going to be a terrain wreck. So I'm pleasantly surprised for the most part. Yeah, there's, ooh, do you want to test your RQ, which is romance quotient? Oh God, sure. Yes, I do. I've never wanted anything more. Okay, excellent. Let me find it. Okay, great. She's thumbing through the pages, children. And that's where you hold a physical something in your hands and you just take your thumb and you move one page from one side over to the other so you can read the next page. You know, if you took out page, you could just be talking about like you could be teaching people how to masturbate. (gasps) No, no, I no, no. It's too late. You've done it. You're terrible. Get away from me. Oh, this is so cute. Mom has mom cut things out of this one. <gasps> oh, I wish we knew what she cut out. I know. January 1982. Mom, what did you cut out? How many pages are in that? Okay. Thing? Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, they're actually like pretty hefty. Okay. Oh. Did she take the quiz? Mom, mom and I think a friend maybe did. <gasps> oh. Is so fucking cute. Oh my god, this is the cutest. Okay, okay. Quiz. How romantic are you? Ah! One, your childhood teddy bear still sleeps with you, uh, is now enjoyed by your young cousin, or lost his head when you took out his tonsils. Oh, Um, I would say the second one because my girls have my old stuffed animals. Mom. In pencil chose one and pen chose three. Okay. Okay. Once in a while, you'd like your boyfriend to send you I love you notes. Pay your way to a movie. Pay his way to a movie. One. I just hate myself That's what for mom it, picked. Oh, we're romantics. Aw, if you get a card signed by a mysterious admirer you laid under your pillow hoping you'll dream of him, match to uh, try to match the handwriting so you know who he is, or blame a friend for her practical joke. Mine would be three. I would just assume Mine would be three, too. <laughs> Mom picked one and two. <gasps> Mom is a little love. She's also such a detective. I could totally see her being like, I'm going to yeah. find out who the hell this is. Yes. Okay, okay. The most romantic thing your boyfriend could do is serenade you under your window, give you a ring from a box of Cracker Jacks, show up on time. I don't like any of those. What did mom Well, put? mom picked one in three. She wants to be serenaded. We should tell we should tell dad and be like, look, mom wants this. I am shocked by that. I mean, I guess you're not looking that person in the eye necessarily. Well, also, we have to remember, I'm going to see how old mother was when this occurred. Ooh, good call. 
Because it's not like she's doing it now as a, I don't know how old she is. I know. Stopped aging. It still just seems strange from what I know about the lady. (gasps) She was 16. That's adorable. That's so cute. That is really cute. One, okay. probably that movie came out with the guy in the boombox under the window. So that was probably a pretty typical yeah. teen want. I guess I'll go. What was the second one? Give you a ring from a box of Cracker Jacks. Fine. That one. Okay. I don't want them to show up on time because I'm going to be late. So I'll also go with that. Uh, your favorite poet is Elizabeth Barrett Browning, Paul McCartney, Mother Goose. Should we just skip? Let's, yeah, just... let's just skip that one. I don't I don't know any of I mean I know Mother. To you Goose. the most romantic couple is Jane Eyre and Rochester, uh Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers, or Frankenstein and his bride. Ooh. Wowzers. Uh I guess the first one. Mom picked the second, and I need to do a quick Google. Yeah. I know I've heard the names, but I don't know. I don't know anything about them. (laughs) Your favorite pet name for your boyfriend is Handsome Cutie Gorilla. What? What is that last one from? (laughs) That came out of last year. Handsome, I guess. What did mom put? She put gorilla, huh? (laughs) No, she put handsome. Uh, When Prince Charles and Lady Diana got married, you watched every second of it on TV wrote a proposal to Prince Andrew, speculated on how long it would take Di to write her thank yous. Ooh, the Prince Andrew stuff is unfortunate. Prince Charles. Prince Charles. Oh, I thought you said Prince Andrew in that second one. No, Prince Charles and Lady Diana. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, God. No, I did write okay. a proposal to Prince. Ooh. That's why things I was don't like, age well. Wowsers. Sorry. <laughs> like, I swear you said Andrew. Well, don't worry. Uh, Mom didn't choose that. She did choose one and three. I mean, I could see her because that was such a big event. And I still remember how Mm -hmm. upset she was when um, Lady Diana passed. Uh, I don't remember it at all. You, I mean, I was pretty young, so you would have obviously been much younger. Um, Barely existed. Yeah. Uh, I guess, I guess I probably would have watched it because I like Lady Diana. Yeah. At weddings, you cry, look for cute guys, race for the food. Mom circled, look for cute guys twice. I mean, fair. She was 16. I'm going to go food. Mm -hmm. Yep. Same. Mm -hmm. Your favorite movie is... None of these are going to be relevant. The Sound of Music, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Mom put The Sound of Music in Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. I swear mom told me recently that she hasn't seen The Sound of Music. Either that she hadn't seen well, it or hated it. Hold on. She's fucking lying okay, well, on this do... quiz. While you do that. Yeah, I'm going to do some fact I'm checking. just going to read through these faster and say mom's response. Okay. Uh, candles at a restaurant mean the stage is set for romance or you can't see your food. I like option two. Mom mistakenly chose one. <laughs> Having just made up with your boyfriend after a quarrel, you put a lock of his hair in a locket and wear it near your heart. Take the darts out of his photo. Mom circled both. Oh. Your perfect guy is, she put, tall, dark, and handsome. Oh, my God. Heavier than you is an option. That just seems weird. 
Yep. On your boyfriend, you'd like your boyfriend on your birthday, on your boyfriend, on your birthday, you'd like your boyfriend to give you a poem he wrote just for you, a sweater, a check for $100. Mom picked one and two. In the privacy of your room, you look up at his picture, all his pictures in the yearbook. Look up all your pictures in the yearbook. Mom chose one. Yeah, I could see that. A steaming top tup oh my god am i drunk i wish a steaming cup of tea is jolly good when you're reading pride and prejudice i don't know why i just a steaming cup of tea is jolly good when you're reading pride and prejudice perfect when it's raining mom's option boring your favorite tv show mom put when it's perfect when it's raining i thought you said she put it was boring no oh, it's perfect when sorry. it's raining okay sorry 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 go ahead I appreciate your offense, though. Thank you. Your favorite TV show is General Hospital, Love Boat, which is what mom picked, or Gilligan's Island's reruns. Ooh. Gilligan's Island reruns. I used to watch Gilligan Island. Gillig- <laughs> G.I. <laughs> reruns Same. all and the time. Ginger was so fucking hot. Oh, my gosh. Love Ginger. Why, though, in the credits, I've always wondered this. So they list everybody, but it's always like the others are, um, isn't it Marianne and Ginger Ginger as the others or Marianne and the professor? I can't remember. It's maybe plot related. We'll have to do an episode on that because I. Yeah, we watched a lot of that. Actually. Yeah, I would. When I would wake up at like six, I would go down and watch that. And I dream of Jeannie. Also hot. Oh, yeah. Okay, your favorite part of Gone with the Wind. Wow, mom, okay. Is when Rhett sweeps Scarlet off her feet and a feet off her feet and upstairs to the bedroom. That's what mom picked. Whoa. Ooh. When Scarlet first dances with Red at the big ball or the burning of Atlanta. Your what? idea of a perfect date is having a picnic dinner for two or going to an all-you-can-eat pizza feed. Mom picked both. Solid options. Yeah. Uh, when you see horses, you dream of galloping on the beach at early dawn. That's what mom Okay, picked. Tina. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Black Beauty. Uh, feel a sudden urge to munch granola. What? I don't know. Why? You write letters on scented flowery stationery or scraps of notebook paper. Mom picked both. You I don't can't know if mom understood how this quiz... <laughs> Mom picked both a lot. I don't know if maybe it's like she took it twice to see if, like, you know, answers change. Or if she did, like, her score and went back and was like, well, I was thinking about this. Well, didn't okay. you say so she when took you it with the... someone? So maybe well, was I was that wondering because, answers? like, sometimes, well, sometimes it's pen and sometimes it's pencil, but then there's only pen down here. I think oh. mom had really good handwriting even when she was 16. I think it's that she went back through and changed some of her answers. Okay. When you listen to the music of Mozart, you wonder, how could anyone create such beauty? Mom picked that. And then in pen, she picked, how would we to go through life named Wolfgang? <laughs> and then the last one is how anyone could write all those little notes without going crazy. <laughs> Next, don't worry, there's only four more. Okay. When the mood hits you, you enjoy composing love ballads on your guitar. Mom, did you play the guitar? <laughs> and eating cookie dough. She picked both again. If you're interested in a boy, you leave little love notes in his locker. Ask him to thumb wrestle. Your dreams are in glorious technicolor. 
in black and white, full of commercial interruptions. I'm now wondering if pencil is somebody else and if mom is pen. It has to be. Because some of these don't we even need make to sense find out. together. Yeah. Fresh buttered popcorn and hot apple cider are perfect for a cold day in front of the fire. Approximately 500 calories. I bet. I wonder if mom took this with a friend and hers are in pen. I would guess because one, her responses and two, the romance index where you write down your totals are all in pen. Yeah. So she could have just, and she got, she got Tootsie pop. It goes from starry eyed to sentimental to Tootsie pop to practical. Let me read you Tootsie pop. Okay. You may be hard on the outside, but you got Ah. a soft center. You're practical in most cases, but you're still capable of lying in bed at night and dreaming of your night in white armor. When you do have a crush on a guy, don't be afraid to let him know. It may be just the encouragement he needs. How many licks does it take to get... Oh, never mind. That's our mother. (laughs) That was the Tootsie Pop thing. It was how many... Mr. Owl, how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? But as I started saying it and thinking about what the quiz was about, I stopped because it felt sexual (laughs) and I didn't mean it that way. (laughs) That was their theme, okay? I didn't make it up. Yeah, okay. Hey. It's a good thing we already have this as rated explicit. I can't believe... Oh, fuck. It's been an hour and a half. I have to edit this next week. I'm going to fucking stab myself. (laughs) Good. So (laughs) I was like, this won't take forever in my notes. Dumb bitch. (laughs) (laughs) What I found that really shocked me is that the old Seventeen magazines feel so much cooler than the current website what oh we have caught her this is her response to i just said have you ever seen the sound of music she responds our mother no i may have watched four minutes of it it made me want to run into traffic oh wait but we determined that could be somebody else's answer there were still some of them okay well mom circled let us know She's going to be so mad about this. I know. It's awesome. Damn it. You're revealing her deepest, darkest secrets. Sorry. Go ahead. No, it's fine. I was just kind of trying to eventually wrap this up. (laughs) Of Just saying that it's weird. Like, I feel like these older Seventeen magazines were even better than the ones we had. Mm Because it feels like there's just, like, so much celebrity gossip. And you go onto Seventeen Magazine's website now, and, yeah, there's, like, lots of fashion shit and things that aren't celebrities, but there's still so much celebrity gossip, which these didn't really have. They had, like, like, they had, like, little mini reviews on movies that they're, like, these are cool, watch them. And they have, like, interviews, like, one or two interviews with, like, a celebrity, but it's not, like, the clickbaity yeah it's not gossip in that like there there's actually something in somebody interviewing or interacting with the piece of media or with the celebrity versus just like stalking them from afar and talking about like zendaya unfollowed everybody on instagram that was actually a post on 17's front page recently wowzers yeah honestly from i know that we only talked about two issues on this episode, but from what you read to me, it actually seemed to have quite a bit more substance than the magazine has now and was more geared towards yeah. like what 
teenagers are actually going through and feeling and about them and not just about the celebrities that they might like. Yeah. Yeah. I was, it was interesting. And then like, you know, we just looking at how 17 has changed, um, in 2012, well, they were, there was a, um, kind of a controversy just about all the photoshopping. Uh And so this 14 year old girl named Julia Bloom, I think that's how you say it, um, had started a change.org petition asking them to just like stop photoshopping so much and 17 agreed to not change the face or body shapes of girls in its magazine and started posting uh allegedly the progress of edited pictures on tumblr i will say though it looks like their tumblr has maybe not really been used since like 2015 and i don't know if the not photoshopping was only for like real quote unquote the real girls in there Uh. and not like I, I'm not. I, I was kind of struggling to figure that out, and also, that was 2012, and it's 2024 now. I, I don't know what's the hippity haps any longer. Yeah, and it's different, I guess, too, now that it's all digital and not print. Mm-hmm. But I just, yeah, I, I have gone back and forth on like what I think about these teen magazines, and I mean, I really, in a weird, I don't think we need them anymore because now teenagers can actually create their own content and find Mm -hmm. trends among each other and you know i think that what the the purpose that these magazines served is now pretty much the internet like the internet does yeah well unfortunately now we yeah we have influencers now that tell everybody what to what to buy and what to like i used to really like getting magazines in high school though for I read them for the pictures, not the articles, meaning that I used to draw a lot of the ads. So that's like what my magazine reading transitioned into in high school was I would like find cool ads and stuff and I would draw them for whatever it's That's worth. really cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. I always liked, um, I would sometimes, if it was like a band or something, I would sometimes use the like little mini pictures or posters yeah. that they would come with. But I really loved, I loved the advice sections, the embarrassing stories, of course, and the quizzes. Yes. Oh, those were good. But again, like you said, you those can really get good. all that on the internet now. Like, it is mm-hmm. interesting that those things are still even around, but yeah, yeah, and I, it seems like they're kind of I don't know not talking about those aspects as much, and maybe just going into more of the like celebrity quote unquote news. Yeah, so they're just kind of basically a gossip column now or a celebrity news column. Yeah, I would say they don't hold up, but like they were really cool decades ago. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that, that we they're not necessary anymore. I mean, necessary is maybe not the word I meant to use, but it does seem like they served a purpose when they first came out that was maybe, hopefully, positive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to say, like, the is this why we now have influencers and Photoshop and crazy filters? Would that have happened anyways? Like, we can't, we can't say we don't know right um i think though like a lot of the stuff i we went through two but i i did go through more than that and yes there were some things where i'm like don't love that but honestly like i was i was kind of impressed i i was also worried that like all the recipes in there would be like health food but, yeah like diet type or things stuff. like that yeah but it wasn't it was like fun normal 
shit. Yeah. And like fun things that like teenagers would want to eat. And a lot of the advice was for its time and on and some of it even now was like pretty good. There were some I mean, they're hilarious ads, but like two, what was interesting is so many of the ads were like about acne and periods. I mean, there's definitely like a lot of makeup and fashion ads, but I feel like there was maybe less than their use than, or like, I feel like there's yes, less than what would become more commonplace. That was the most convoluted to say. I feel like more, there were more, there are more over time. It it moved more into like more fashion and less like real issues that teenagers mm-hmm. are dealing with. Yeah. That's certainly what it seems like. Well, that was really interesting though. And I again, I was not expecting those 80 17 magazines to have much content. So, <laughs> good for them. Yeah. Good for Helen. Love Helen. I'm just I getting antsy. Yeah. No, you did a great job. I learned a lot. I don't know what I'm doing for my next episode, but it will be something. Woo. Woo woo. All right, love you. Uh, love you too. You're the Peace best. Peace out. You're my BFF. <laughs> I don't care what <laughs> well, the magazines say. Well, we don't know say. anymore. No, I don't care what <laughs> they say. Aw, Aw, that's beautiful. I know. And mom's a liar. <laughs> we knew that. <laughs> love you, mom. We'll love have her on the Bye. pod one of these days for like a special episode. For yeah. a Sound of Music episode. <laughs> we're the worst (sighs) yeah okay I'm gonna hit stop now and that's where we cut it Sid and Riley. We can't come to the phone right now. So leave a message after the beep. Ruining Our Childhood was filmed in front of a live studio audience. Psych. But it is produced by us, Riley and Cassidy. With music by Joseph Tuna Medish. You can follow us on Instagram at Ruining Our Childhood Pod. Or send us an email at ruiningourchildhoodpod at gmail.com. Support the show through our coffee account, ko-fi.com slash ruiningourchildhoodpodcast. Later.